Hello. Hey, hey, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, hey, hello. All right. Welcome to After the Gig. I am Jesse Humphrey, your host as per usual. Before we get started, just want to um, give a couple updates again uh, to email into the podcast. It's afterthegigpod at gmail.com. And right now, uh, there's a special on the Patreon. If you sign up for any, any level, any level of uh, of patronage, then you will receive a after the gig sticker and a uh, a little little note from me. Um, <clears throat> so that is uh, a thing that's happening now. Uh, if you go on there, it's happening for a limited time for all patrons or all people that are signing up. And if you are already a patron make sure you go in and update your shipping address. If you're not comfortable doing it there, just send an email um, where you want me to send it or, or whatever. Uh, so yeah, do that. And I'm looking forward to sending those out probably around January 1st or the uh, right at the start of the new year. So uh, just to give everyone a chance to get in so I can do it all at once. But a couple of things happening this weekend uh, Carbon Leaf, we're playing our last three shows of the year. It's kind of crazy to even think that. We're at the Birchmere, um, just outside of D.C. Uh, where, where is that? Vienna? It's not Vienna. It's Alexandria. We're in Alexandria. So that show on Thursday and Friday, those shows on Thursday and Friday, Dan Mills will be opening Friday. The National in Richmond, Virginia. Dan Mills will also be opening that, but that's the last show of the year. That's where we pull out all the stops, do all the cool stuff. So if you're in Richmond or you can get to Richmond for that show, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, I think that is everything. Next week is Christmas, so um, there will be no podcast next week. I know it's a bummer. I know you're upset, but take that as a chance to catch up on all the old podcasts that you've been wanting to catch up on, um, all the previous after the gigs. If you haven't been caught up, there's a bunch and there's a lot of really, really good ones and really good conversations. So go back and do that. I hope you all have the greatest holiday, uh, whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever, whatever you celebrate, um, just remember that this time of year is a time for your family and to, uh, and to just realize that everything is, if everything's not cool, just think about your family and, uh, and reach out to some friends and, or reach out to somebody else if you think they're in need or not having a great time, but, uh, just reach out to each other and say thanks and uh all that good stuff have a great holiday and i will see you later enjoy the episode are we recording <laughs> there is a time when two men must sit down and talking about some things that time is now when it's two guys named john and jesse and they're talking about things all right that's pretty good man <laughs> You really snuck up on me with that one. I'm still, I'm still looking at shoes on 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 my phone. It's like, what's the what's the weirdest way I can start this song? <laughs> and that was it. We did it. Really nailed it. All right, <laughs> podcast with 
John and Jesse. Jesse and John. Palmcast. All right, we're answering questions. That's what we're doing. Ooh. Um. So we just got back from the weekend in Annapolis at Rams Head on stage. Yes. I can barely keep my eyes open. I'm so tired right now. This was this was a long weekend. What was your favorite part? Um uh, my favorite part. I mean, my favorite show I think was Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. And actually, Sunday matinee today was really fun. Today was really good because I feel like it was a culmination of all the shows coming together in one as far as our playing is concerned. Or as far as my playing, personally. I feel like I corrected all the little things and it was just better. Dude, <laughs> I, for some reason, I, th- I mean, I think it's just because I'm just so exhausted. Like this time of year comes around, and I'm just like, I haven't had a day off in forever, and I'm so tired. Yeah. And uh, I made like a bunch of just like weird mistakes where it's like my brain was like, I'm not sure what song we're playing right now, but today, <laughs> today I was, <laughs> um, we were playing uh, Christmas Child, and it just hangs on that G, and it's like, boom, 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 and then it goes back to the to the D. Yeah. Dude, I... <laughs> it went, boom, and I was hitting a D, and I was like... Oops. And then I was like, the next one came along. I was like, oh, I'm on the record now. And I went, boom. <laughs> I was on the wrong chord still. <laughs> oh, man. It was fu- It was bad. It was yeah. bad. And then uh, one thing I noticed uh, bit when we when we play uh, Red Punch, Green Punch, the bridge is like, boom, 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 and boom, boom, boom. And yeah. Barry cannot kick on the end of one. Yeah. He couldn't do it. And so I was making fun of him, sort of, or just playing with him. You know, I wasn't making fun of him necessarily, but I was like, this is where you kick. It's like, and now. And now. Because he would like, he'd have his foot up and he'd be like, do I kick now? <laughs> Terry was the same way. Was he really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird because Terry has to play the chord on that spot. But I was, I was like, yeah. I was like goofing with him, like, this is when you're going to kick. And I totally hit a wrong note. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. I was like, damn it. I cannot do... T- the other thing I cannot do... Dude, oh. I cannot read lips. Ever. Whose lips are you trying to read? People always... Con- like, you or Terry... Carter doesn't doesn't really say stuff to me. But, like, if someone comes over and they're like... You know, like... Look at that person in the third row, or whatever, <laughs> or like something. Yeah. If, if anybody tries to say anything to me, I'm just like, nope, no dice. It's like not happening right now. No, I I just can't do it. Like I see other using people too do. much RAM. Yeah, <laughs> I just I mean I I can't look at, like I'll I'll do it to other people. I'll go to you and I'll be like bridge or whatever, and you always get it. Yeah, and other sure. people get it. I can't do it. I can't read people's lips. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really I don't really recall having to read anyone's lips. Yeah, but situation. you can't hear me if I say something to you. No. And, and you seem to get the meaning. Most of the time. Yeah. So if someone come if someone says something to me, 
I do not get it. I'm trying to think of a situation of where you've tried to communicate something to me via, and I understood via lip reading. It's normally, it's hard I mean, to think right now. It's it's easy because most of the time it's me looking over at you and just saying, I love you. <laughs> and that's really... How'd you like my Pat Boone, Debbie Boones Dude, this so weekend? Good. So good. <laughs> so people that don't know, uh, John bought these shirts that have a picture of Pat Boone and Debbie Boone's faces. And... <clears throat> I'm gonna just gonna keep yawning, and that's how this is gonna go. So probably shouldn't lay down, but <laughs> but they have a picture of Pat Boone and Debbie Boone's faces on the T-shirts, and in the drumming community, a Pat Boone Debbie Boone is a type of drum fill. So it's on the the snare and the tom. So I will demonstrate via my mouth drumming. Yeah, which is called Pat Boone Debbie Boone. Pat Boone Debbie Boone. That's a Pat Boone Debbie Boone. Yeah. There's also um, <laughs> Bum Taking a Dump. Bum Taking a Dump. Bum, <laughs> bum Taking a, a Dump. Actually, that. So, Bum Taking a Dump is also a bet, bet middler. Bet middler. Bet middler. Mm, I like Bum Taking a Bump. I like Dump better. Bump taking a bump. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole other thing. Bump on cocaine. Bump on cocaine. <laughs> um, so John had these got these t-shirts. Uh, what was a couple months ago or last month or something? Yeah. And oh, I can't stop yawning. <laughs> and um, John was wearing his Pat Boone Debbie Boone shirt for, for either Friday or Saturday night or no Saturday afternoon I think. And both Saturday afternoon and night. I don't know how you wore, wore the it. same shirt for two shows. I, that's never been able to. That's never been possible for me. Jesse, I can do a lot of things. You don't sweat. I, no, no. I'm not moving around a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so I kept doing Pat Boone, Debbie Boone's pretty much everywhere I could in the set where I normally would not. You did. It. You did the very rare double. double Pat Boone, Debbie Boone, classic. Yeah. So Pat, Pat, Debbie, Debbie. No, because it wasn't Pat, Pat, do, do, do. It was it was Pat, do, da, do, do, da, do, da, do, do. Yeah, yeah. It was Pat really Boone, Debbie Boone, Pat Boone, Boone, Debbie Boone. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. That was cool. My favorite part of the of my favorite show was probably Saturday night. Saturday night and and today this yeah. afternoon was really fun. Um. But Saturday night had a lot of really good energy. My least favorite show was Saturday afternoon. That was an oddball. Yeah. But for no other reason other than just how I felt like I played. Yeah. It, it wasn't, we didn't get off stage going, great job, guys. It was like we kind of got off stage being like, like we'll get them tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so we have some questions. Ask away. Um, Katie Musselman has a couple. Uh, Sangita has a couple. And listen, guys, if you're on the Patreon and you have questions, get on there, ask the questions, or just send an email and um, get in there. I know there's a bunch of you. So um, let's see. So Katie was referring to when... Um, I told the story about when I threw through drumsticks at a disruptive person and she's asking what it takes 
for me to throw drumsticks at someone and that she would love to see it happen sometime. <laughs> so, in the situation where I'm throwing drumsticks at someone, it's because I am BRM. Blood red mad. Blood red mad, and I'm really not having a good time and someone's really getting on my nerves real bad. So, in this instance, I was playing a very small pub in Boston. I was playing drums. There was a B3 organist in the band and a guitar player. So the organist, you know, it's a really old instrument. It was a vintage instrument. And I think he had like just gotten it too. So it was a small place. One of those places where there's really no stage. You're just kind of set up. They move tables and you set up over there. And this guy was so drunk so drunk and he kept on like pretending like he was stumbling back into like us into the instruments and then he like actually stumbled and he caught he put his hand down on the top of the organ to like catch himself oh no he didn't yeah it was bad and then he turned around and started laughing and then he did it again so at that point when he did it again there's no three strike rule (laughs) it's you immediately get a Vic Firth toss at your head. Yeah. So I, I threw it at him really hard and, uh, and I got him, um, I think I got him in like the chest or something <laughs> and he turned around and he's like, what the fuck? I was like, you, what the fuck? I was like, get the, you know, get out of here, man. I was really mad. One time I was ready to fight. One time, uh, I was playing with Michael Coleman, um, at a, at a place, I think it's called Miller's or something. It's a Charlottesville staple. Okay. I should know the name, but I don't. Um, and we were playing there, and um, Rob, uh, the drummer, was like, it's like it's like a real, you're just in this like nook. You're basically in this window, um, like this display window. So everyone walking by is like, oh, there's the band in, yeah. the, in the Idiot Aquarium, you yeah. know? And so the drums are all the way back, and then I'm like... In, so the drums are like against the window. Against the window in this like n- n- yeah. nook. Like yeah. the front door is f- further forward yeah. than we are. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a kind of like a bay window style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we were, we were playing, and Rob is all the way in the back. I am right in front of the drums, and Michael's sort of like... And I'm facing like facing like the drums are facing forward the drums are to my right yep and michael is sort of to my left and in front of me a little bit and then um butch uh was playing keys we had to sit him in front of everyone Mm. sitting like his his keyboard was up but his butt was like on the bench and this bench goes around the entire bar yeah you know what i mean so he's on the floor but he's like right in front of us right but there's nothing separating him from people whoever sitting on the bench. And this guy, he was super drunk and surprise. He kept he kept like sitting right next to Butch and Butch is like you know, if you, if you know Butch Taylor, he's like the sweetest guy. Like non-confrontational, just like outpouring of love kind of yeah. kind of guy. Like, hey, how you doing? Dude, man? he's just yeah. he's just super nice and this guy <clears throat> keeps sitting next next to him. And like, like pretending to play the keys and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so we we only had like a little bit left and he kept doing it. And I, it was obvious that Butch was, was 
not enjoying it. Like he kept looking at us like, help me please. You know? So I just was like, I was like, hold on for one second. And I put my bass down and I walked out into the, into the crowd and I like sort of, you know, grab them by the lapels. Yeah. And I was like, you need to stop. You need to not get near Butch. You need to not touch his his keyboard, whatever. And he yeah. was like, no, no, man, totally. And you know, it's like you confront people like that and yeah. they're like, well, no, no, I'm not, yeah. I'm not. So he's just going like, no, man, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm not, do- I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And I was like, don't. Yeah. No more. It's like, he, no, you are doing it. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, dude. He's like, no, no, I won't. You're right. I, I won't do it. So, dude, we start playing and immediately- Starts up again. He starts up again. Man. And he's putting his fingers like over the keys, like like he's playing. He's not touching the keyboard, but he's putting his fingers like over the keys, like he's pretending to play. And um, Michael's uh, Michael Combs, that guy would have got a zildjian to the head. For yeah, about Vic dude, Ferg, it man. was it, it was really annoying. And uh, 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 Michael Coleman's father-in-law was just like just saw it and was just like done grabs the kid <gasps> and just pushes him out <laughs> oh. out the front door and he comes back in and so we're like done at this point we're like we're not playing anymore yeah and uh michael's confronting him and my, he's like look man you're over here touching the keyboard and the guys the guys the, he he didn't go he didn't own it he goes i wasn't touching it I'm oh my a, god! It's almost like that person putting their hand in front of your face. I'm, I'm not, not touching, touching you. you. I'm not touching you, dude. Fuck. He that. goes. I wasn't. I wasn't touching it. And he starts going. I'm a musician too. And I was like, No, no you're, you're not. not. Absolutely, you're not. There's no way you're a musician. Oh, dude. It's the worst kind of person. To him. I don't understand how how anyone can think that's okay. But that's the thing is like you spend enough time. I feel like like this. I don't. I just say but this weekend was like sort of a good example of of like you know mostly mostly great behavior but there's like a handful of standouts of just like bad behavior i think we've talked we've talked about this before how how sometimes they're i think some people are in situations where they they don't know exactly what to say so they might say something and it comes off the wrong way yeah other times maybe not <laughs> but <laughs> other times they're just have dark like, souls yeah no i just feel like that's majority like because it's it's a, an odd situation yeah i guess so mm-hmm. but i just I, n- I never understood that like you know because there's never any bad behavior in the audience that that's how i can kind of differentiate like mm-hmm. if we're playing and doing our thing there's Everyone is enjoying it and having a good time. Right. Especially, you know, just using this weekend as as an example. There's other times when we're playing, you know, say, I don't know, somewhere out in the Midwest, like, for example, like a Norlux or something. Yeah. And, and someone is just talking the entire time. Right. Or whatever. And it's rude or whatever. It happens. Yeah. But this situation where people are sitting down, they're having dinner, they're enjoying it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And and then they come up. I feel like the majority of those people just leave after the show. Yeah. But then there's, you know, a lot of people that stay and Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I just I, I feel like I'm just turning into this like grumpy old man because I'm just like Get off my lawn. Yeah, I feel like, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like a real get off my lawn type of person now. I don't like, think I feel so. like more and more, but more and more, I'm like, do people just not 
like take any accountability for bad behavior anymore. Like I just, it's, 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 we were talking about it when we were getting Froyo tonight. It's just yeah. like more and more and more. I just see people just doing something blatantly shitty yeah. and then getting called on it and not being like, sorry, you know, I, I was, you know, or whatever. It's, it's like it, people are just doing crappy things and then doubling down on it and yeah you know that doesn't yeah. make any sense to me anyway it doesn't make any sense to me either and i don't know why i don't know why it happens i yeah. think i just i just keep coming back to i think i think sometimes people get uncomfortable in the situation dude you know <laughs> this is so not music related However, I, this is a perfect example of it. I have no idea what you're about to say. <laughs> I was I was I was leaving I was leaving my mixed martial arts gym um, after working out and uh, and I'm driving out of the the parking lot and I'm sort of making this left out of the exit and the exit is just a two little laner thing yeah. and this white pickup truck is entering. And so I'm I'm going and the the pickup truck has to make sort of a I have to make a wide left and the pickup truck has to make a wide left to fit in this t- little two lane entrance to this uh-huh. parking lot. And I'm going and this guy I, I get closer and closer and I have to step on my brakes cuz I look and he's in his truck he's looking down like not e- like not even like have his phone out. He's looking yeah. down. Yeah. Like his head is buried yeah. at, in his phone and he's just drifting. Just like, Dude. Ju- just drifting. Just rolling. Just rolling. <sighs> Coming into this parking lot. So I put my brakes on and I'm like, oh my God, this guy. He's coming right this for me. This guy will run right into me. He's coming and he's, and he's, but this time he's gone. Don't you just want to let it happen? Yes. Part of me did want to let it happen. But last second I was like, yeah, like to the point where he looks up. And he's like, "Oh my god! I can't believe I was just moving." And he was slant, and he slams on his brakes, and has to like turn. He's so close to my car that he has to turn the wheel to go around. I can't go forward anymore, and I'm already stopped. And I've, I was sitting there for a while. Yeah, you're a parked car. And he's just he's just rolling towards me, and I finally lay on my horn. He has to hit his brakes real quick, and then immediately looks up at me and starts yelling at me. What? <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. I'm like why what what is what what's your grounds in, for in yelling what at me? World, I know. Is it okay for you to look up and just start yelling? I know. And People and are fucking I, idiots. and and I'm and I'm I got to admit he like, you know, he's yelling at me and he's turning his wheel and he goes around me and like goes into the parking lot. And I just sat there in my car for a second and just like stared at his car. You yeah. know, it was just like, oh yeah, just I just want to follow you to wherever you're going and being like, yeah. and, and not even to fight or whatever, just be like, you tell me, tell me what you why think just are happened. you yelling at me? Tell me what you think <laughs> just happened right now, and, and tell me. I want to know. I want to know what you think Seriously. happened. I want to hear your it's point crazy. of view. It's like, oh, I was just sitting there rolling in a parking lot on my phone. I was looking down. I got this text message. It was really important. And, and this guy just starts beeping his horn at me like he didn't want me to run straight into him. Unfucking believable. Oh, I'm just. Uh, and, and then I yelled at him. 
God. Un- I just shake my old man fist at the sky. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Questions? <laughs> so anyway, after the gig <laughs> podcast. Oh, my God. Dude, that stuff bothers me so much. I'll pull up to people on the highway and get next to them while they're fucking nose deep yeah in their phone looking straight down trying to hide it and And then you realize it's like that person didn't look up for the last quarter mile yeah they didn't look up at all i honk at them and then i shame them with my eyeballs yeah and then i think in my head i do the two the two fingers (laughs) to your to my eyes I do that and I point forward. Like eyes forward. Dude, and then and then such an asshole on the road. Uh, me too. I am such an asshole on the road. And then I think in my brain, I I think like I'm sort of a superhero. Yeah. That was sort of vigilant, That's your vigilante. Like vigilante yeah. justice. I'm yeah. I'm I'm shaming people into being safer. Into being safer. Because it's true. You're driving a bomb, man. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, it's uh. Yeah. It's not, no one is that important. But I got to say, to bring it back to like sort of the weekend, um, or just like meet and greets in general or, or things like that. I think this is just, we're, we're both tired. I don't like, I, I don't love meet and greets just because I'm so tired. I'm not giving anyone any real kind of energy. Yeah. It's like, who wants to meet that person? Yeah. And I'm not saying me to them. I'm saying them to me. Who wants to meet me at that point? Yeah. And I've, I, and I, I just feel bad because for the most part, people, even with people with like sort of what I would consider to be bad behavior or rude things to say or things like that, there's always a handful of people that are, that sort of exist in that world during meet and greets. Yeah. And man, I just shut down. Like so hard, and yeah. I feel like, well, they probably don't mean it, and I should be a lot nicer. And like sometimes, man, like like you said, like when I'm tired or whatever, yeah. I just like shut down, and I feel like kind of, kind of jerky, you know. But I also yeah. don't have it in me for someone to say something rude to well, me. Well, it's also your only defense. Yeah, you can't get up and go anywhere. Yeah, that's true. What true. are you gonna do? Yeah, you have you. You're there. So if someone's talking to you about something you're not interested in, or or whatever, it, you know, if they're just lingering, you're just staying there too long, or whatever. I just don't. Um, I I just I just you can't do anything. Yeah, there's only so far the conversation's gonna go. Yeah, if you don't know a person totally. and. and and there's only so much you can say, and it's it's all on the surface. And then if it just lingers and goes on and on and on, mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, what do I, what do I, I can't do anything. <laughs> I just have to sit here and complain. <laughs> um, I don't know. And, uh, you know, it's not to, uh, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to think that we're douchebags over here. <laughs> well, <laughs> if they think it, they think it. If they think it, they think it. But this, I mean, it's true. I also have like, I just don't love. I don't know. Like, I, I just know of like a lot of bad stuff that's happened at meet and greets. And I just, I'm not comfortable. Sure. I'm not comfortable. I've, I've talked about it many times on this podcast, yeah. but I'm not comfortable doing meet and greets, but I do them because people, the majority of people enjoy them. And that, and that's it. a thing is like, I, I actually like one of the things I like about this job is I really like people and I like talking to people and yeah. I like making connections with yes. people for people who are connectionable, yeah. you know, or whatever. Yeah. Like sometimes you meet people that you're just like, Oh, this is like someone I like. I know I like this person. Yeah. Like that's like, 
makes it all totally worth it and everything. But yeah, I think, well, this is what I'll equate it to someone going on like a bad date or someone going on or, or just some, someone at work. Just, I don't want to you know, I don't know. The, yeah. There's definitely commonalities in elsewhere. Um, all right. Question. Uh, it's also Katie. So looking back, what was your favorite show that you played in 2019? That's a hard question. Uh, what made, what made that one stand out? Do you have anything that stands out? No, I don't really have one I mean, we've played so many shows just, you know, over, over, over our, our musical spans. Um, but it's sort of like, I know it. I, I, I know it when it happens. Like I know when I get off stage yep. and we and we all were just like, that was awesome. That was awesome. You know what I mean? And it's just you sort of I, I don't I don't remember the the specific uh you know, day. I don't remember the specific venue, but I remember that feeling. Yeah. And that's sort of what is like keeps you keeps you going always it's like oh man you can get to that feeling of yeah. just like that was awesome like that was all locked in and that yeah. felt really good and that happens multiple times um i feel like the ones i'm remembering that happening or the ones i really enjoyed i really liked la um i remember feeling really good after that show and then I and then the Bluebird Theater in in Denver because mm-hmm. that was the day I got my my guitar. I was I was pretty psyched <laughs> and no, nothing was going to bring me down that day. Um other than crippling debt. And then um what was the best show you saw this year and what is one performer on your list to see in 2020? Um I saw Hosier this year cuz um Rachel was a guest on the podcast, Rachel Beauregard, mm-hmm. and I got to go see the show. It was like second row at the at the Wang Theater. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Hosier... What I, theater? The Huang. Um, so I, I didn't really... It's not that I didn't like Hosier. It's that I just never really listened to him all that much. And seeing yeah. him live, like any any band or any artists you go see live it's better live yeah and man that dude is crazy good crazy talented his voice his range everything his guitar playing is really good the band was great Mm -hmm. so i highly recommend going to see him and um somebody i really want to see is rustin kelly because i only got to see like 20 minutes of a sound check and i really would love to see him play because i really like his music um I, anytime I get to see, like, go see a Red Wanting Blue show, um, that band is, like, one of those bands that, like... They're always good live. They, they, Red Wanting Blue legitimately, like, gives me goosebumps on my arms. You know what I mean? It makes my, like, hair stand up. Yeah. I love, I love that band. Yeah. Like, so much. So, anytime I get to see them, I'm always, like, I always leave going, like, damn, that was, that was awesome awesome yeah so that um you know and i get i get to see you know I, i'm lucky because you know scott and i grew up together and yeah. we're, we're good friends so i get to see them his voice i mean he just has such a great voice their songs such really good, good front, dean is dean is like a really creative drummer that is really fun to watch they're all they're all really good they're all know? so and good and they have great parts it's just a, always and, a really good and show. as and just as a unit you know yeah like and from the podcast that I did with them earlier in the year, it was like 
they all genuinely like each other. There was, yeah. there's not a single bit of like a single ounce of like, oh, fucking Scott. You know, like there yeah. isn't any of that. And yeah. maybe they just hit it for me really well. But. Sure. I mean, you know, I mean, we're not going to, we're not going to, any band obviously has strife. Well, I think that goes without saying. That goes without saying. And, and you know, when they have, when they have issues and stuff, it, it's funny. They have like, productive meetings and stuff yeah you know what i mean they have like family meetings like let's get together and talk about this thing yeah you know what i mean which yeah. is like which is so dope. very healthy yeah um uh, we sort of do that yeah I've never <laughs> been, i don't think i've ever been to any of those <laughs> oh you don't get invited oh that's right uh, no just kidding we don't do that at all we're like just take your feelings and shove them down yeah. and get to work like, what what's your fucking problem <laughs> but i gotta say the one band i want to see this year um i want to go see the motet when they come around because i love seeing that band um and then i watch that that video that i sent you of the uh Wolfpack yeah playing like put it in my pocket put it in my pocket put it in my back pocket, pocket. Put it in my pocket in my pocket in my back pocket yeah, yeah. that video blew my motherfucking mind well just because what well, when the whole crowd starts singing in yeah. a per, like perfect harmony back like yeah. msg yeah fucking crazy dude man. it was it was unbelievable that's crazy um yeah i'd like to see them i'd like to see them too um let's make it happen let's make it happen we're we're speaking it into existence um well, how did you grow oh sorry Sorry. Uh, what's the goal you hope to achieve musically in 2020? How about in regards to the podcast? Podcast, I just want to keep it going. Keep talking to more people, new new people. I want to go back and listen to... I don't always listen to all the... I listen to them when I edit them, but when I... I want to go back and listen to them as a listener and see if there's anything like... Uh, structurally I can do differently to make it better and more interesting. Um, I feel like with a, with the John thinks I should apologize less. No, you definitely should, man. (laughs) Definitely. I I don't know. It's just, I don't mean it really mean it when I apologize. No, I know. But in the last, in the last, (laughs) in the last couple episodes, you've, you've apologized a handful of times. The reason, the reason why, the reason why is because I feel like, I was really happy with the way that the Eric Hutchinson episode turned out, mm-hmm. but I was really bummed out by the fact that I had to squeeze it in between a sound check and a show and a load in, a crazy load in, and make Eric come down to the venue kind of like, you know, when he's a busy guy. So yeah. I was like, man, I wanted to make this the best it could be, but then while I was talking to him, I felt like I might have rushed it a bit. But Maybe. when I listened back, but, I, I I thought it was fine. But here's the and Jesse, I sent Jesse a text when he was up in Rhode Island. I said, "I have a suggestion for you." And, he and, then, like, and then I wrote back, "Like, can't wait for the, to hear this." <laughs> <laughs> but but what I, what I mean is, uh, I've listened to it, and there's been a handful of like during the during your conversation with people, you're like, um, you're like, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm talking or in the intro, you're like, I felt oh, like yeah. I talked too much. And yeah. then the other, the other apology that you give a lot is, is, um, well, you know, this, this interview had a little too much of this. I hope that's okay. Or yeah. this had a little too much of this. It's like the, what you do is good. 
and know, and, well, and you need it. to just do it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Well, I think that's all. Yeah, I'm I'm coming to the realization that's that it that is what it is. Yeah, people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. They can listen that's to right. another podcast. That's right. Um, so yeah, that's that's a goal. Just to go back and and reflect on it a little bit, and and to do the things that I want to do that I think makes it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I already made them a lot shorter, which I think was ultimately better mm-hmm. um, or split them up into a couple different episodes, but that was good. Musically. I'm really, after talking to Blade last week, um, he, like he, he inspired me to want to get better at drums and, and want to play more and musically and just, my goal is to write a bunch of original tunes and start and like play at a real venue and not mm-hmm. play in a bar solo. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, get better at drums and hopefully bring some of my, I- more I- of my ideas to the table for car- new carbon Lee songs and stuff like that. And, yeah. and, um, yeah, I'm excited for the new music that's coming out. It's good. So, and, and some of the stuff that we have as, um, as demos, the last c- couple batches of, of, uh, new demos is, I think really, yeah, some really cool. Stuff. There is some really cool stuff in there. So, um, you know. yeah, I want to, um, start my piano lessons again and I want to get good at piano cause I'm not good at piano and I've always wanted to like, you know, yeah. sit down at piano and like sing and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I think it's a good goal. Um, but also just p- pick up my my bass practicing again. Like my yeah my practicing has 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 waned um, in just the last like two or two or three years just because of just the I don't know just the the busyness that I, I think have it's in the my nature life. of playing. You play a lot of sh- we play a lot of shows. Yeah, and I know a lot of like great players don't practice a whole lot because they play so much. But I think the it's really important to sit down and work on the things that, you know, you're not good at. And like, I, I, I haven't sat down for long, like a practice session. Yeah. It's been a while, but it's uh, a, that's like a living space kind of thing. Like I would, yeah. if I could, I mean, I've got no excuses. I mean, besides again, just, but besides just being busy, but like, as far as my space is concerned, I mean, I, I, I have a house and it's like, I've got, yeah, you, you see my little studio, it's a great little space. Yeah. Um, I just, I just need to, it's one of those things I need to do. Yeah. It's, you know, I've never gotten to the point in my life where I've got my, um, mixed martial arts training, my music practicing, my piano lessons, my exercising, and my diet all firing at the same time. It's like... I mean, that sound Like, the way you just described every, that doesn't sound possible. It's total. I know people that do it, but it's just like... They I mean, it's the, human, it's the human condition. <laughs> I, I get it. But it's just like, man, if I'm really like... You know, if I go through a period where I'm like really training hard or something like that, like my practice suffering. And if, I, yeah. if I'm practicing a lot, it's like I'm not going to the gym or I'm eating a ton of cookies or something. Yeah. It's like, man, this is balance, man. Totally, this is balance. I I don't know. I mean, the people that are doing that sound fucking miserable. Yeah, you know, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I oh, I actually. I want to like explore more music and listen to some different different music because I get, I get not in like 
not stuck, but I just listen to a lot of the same stuff. So I want to explore like even newer stuff, go back and just try to find some cool stuff to listen to and listen to like a lot of it and all the time, maybe listen to, you know, you guys should listen to this podcast a lot, but I might, I might listen to less (laughs) podcasts and start listening to more music again. Um, but you know, you guys should never listen to music. (laughs) (laughs) You should always listen to this podcast. Um, let's see. How did you grow the most? That's kind of the same. I didn't really grow at all in 2019. My belly grew. (laughs) My belly definitely grew. Um, Oh, you know, I I haven't I haven't had a drink in three months. That's yeah. So that was I think that's really good, and I think I kind of sit down and reflect about, on it every couple of weeks, and I like haven't had like a like a really depressing thought come into my mind in in probably I don't know two months. Yeah, like at two and a half months, probably like yeah. that first week or so is tough and then after that i'm just like kind of just rolling yeah you know and it's nice it's really nice yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy um yeah it's just it's kind of outrageous how how much it's affected affected me positively um so and then and i just don't like put pressure on it yeah i'm just like yeah i might have have a drink for christmas you know but i also feel good i don't really need to i've been dead sober for 24 years at this point that's and it's crazy it it is crazy and it's so it's so not a big deal because i never you know i never had a problem i never i just you know my body was just like i I don't think we should do this anymore and it just stuck but i still to this day i still feel like if i want to have a drink i'll have a drink yeah i just never want one yeah. You know? Yeah. I haven't, like, I thought, you know, going into this weekend, I'm like, oh, we're going to be there for like three days. People hanging out in the bar afterwards. It sounds like fun. Yeah. I hang out. But then, you know, I'm just tired after the meet and greets. I'm like, I want to play a good show, like playing a good show tomorrow and feeling good and mm-hmm. like, and, you know, being able to wake up not feeling bad, you know, it's yeah. just, it's just that it's just way more it, important to it me. It makes a huge difference. It's kind of crazy. <clears throat> um, so, do, 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 do. name something that's unique about being in Carbon Leaf that you haven't experienced with other bands. Uh, people come to the shows. <laughs> who, who would you most love to get on the podcast? Um, man, there's, there's just so many people. There's a lot of people down in Nashville that I would like to, that I'm going to, um, once the schedule frees up a little bit. And, uh on the rock boat i want to i want to get everybody that's a really good idea really want to get everybody you know they don't have to be long episodes but if i can sit down with somebody even if you had like you should walk around with this or even i used to um have like in my um in my mm-hmm. iphone on, yeah on the little recorder app oh and i yeah. just i had this little input and it was just a little crappy microphone and it wasn't, it's not as nice as this, but it totally works. Yeah. Even if you had like one podcast with like one or two minutes yeah. with, with a whole bunch of Walk different around people talking to a bunch of different people. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, that would be cool if we can set that up or if I could like, you know, I don't, Brian Ficchino like posts up everywhere. I mean, he's rock boat, uh, royalty, but, yeah. um, like 
just posting up in one spot and be like, hey, if you can roll through, you know, I might be in a room alone for most of the day. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and that would be kind of cool. Uh, but thanks, Katie, for all the questions. Thanks for nice. my birthday cookies, Katie. Yes, thank you for everything um, and everything that you do for us. Uh, Sangita had some questions while driving down 95. So you're the person we were talking about. Oh, we were just talking shit about you. <laughs> uh, does the white whale plus trailer have to follow road, road rules for big truck drivers, like stopping at way stations or anything else that regular four wheelers don't have to do? So, um, yes and no, yes and no. We don't have to do way stations. We're, we don't have to have a CDL to drive the white whale because it is technically an RV and not a truck. The bit, the big difference, um, is that we are not making money driving. So anytime typical bureaucratic bullshit, like anytime there's, uh, people are making money, the government gets involved. So if it's trucks, you do way stations, you do all these like regulations because there's money being made. So they're like, let's get a little piece of this. Um, and then in the RV world, which is technically what our vehicle is, you don't need a CDL, even though it's bigger than some trucks, because there's money to be made in letting people drive RVs. Mm. And there's a whole world of RV stuff out there. Like if anyone ever rents an RV, like go stay at an RV park sometime. It's like, it's incredible. It's a whole subculture. Yeah, it's And cool. so because <clears throat> there's a whole world of people spending money, they're like, let's just make it easy for people to get yeah. into this and spend money. Yeah. So that being said, though, it's it's big. It's big and it's not super easy to drive it, it, yeah. it takes some skill and some getting used to so so where yeah. it overlaps so it's different in that way where we don't have to stop at way stations there's certain things we can do that they can't do but where it overlaps is the just the physical restrictions we can't mm. we can't do certain speeds we can't go on certain highways we sure as fuck can't go on certain roads right just because of the height and stuff like that so yeah and you know you're at night if after a show if you're if we're traveling out in the midwest or the you know doing doing our long tours and we're not close to home or anything like that then we're staying in trucks truck stops overnight and you know we do the same thing we park next to all the trucks yep. and do all that and backing into the parking spot that's just that's Oof. the same as a truck which is stressful at 2 a.m. or whatever time it is. I, I will Sometimes say 6 a.m. or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's brutal. I will <laughs> say it's actually harder to back up our rig than it is um, a huge truck because the huge truck has the whole thing behind it. Right. And the pivot point is right up front. Yeah. So, but with Where us. Our pivot point's way, way far back. Yeah. So backing into those spots when everyone's asleep, dude, I get like my temperature goes up like 10 degrees. Yeah. I'm just like, <gasps> so here we go. Or especially when when we go down a road that doesn't end and we have to back all the way up. Remember that? <laughs> that was awful. The next morning, there's dirt all over the, the, the thing. Like, would you guys go off road last night? Yeah, they were like, they were like, why were we driving in reverse for thirty minutes? <laughs> oh, so stupid. Oh um, God, we stopped at that at that same place. Did we? Yeah, this this last fall. I was like, that's the place. That was ridiculous. So ridiculous. That I don't think that was uh, a 
that was crazy that that happened. Um, more bus questions. Is there a hierarchy? Hierarchy, or oh my god, I'm so disgusting, right? Or or understood <laughs> cool factor between big truck, big trucks and buses. I don't, know, I don't think so. Mean, I don't think mean tour buses? Is that what she's asking? Um, like, would we rather have a tour bus? Like, is it cooler to be driving a bus or be driving a truck? Like, uh, be ours being a truck. Yeah. Um, well, like, it, do it, we, the other truck drivers, accept us? Um, I don't think the, they really care. No, they, I get, I get. Um, so if you, if a, if a truck is is uh, getting over or you're getting over, they they blink their running lights. Yeah. And then you get over and you blink your running lights. So there as a is... a thank you. Yeah, as a thank you. So there is a mutual respect where, you know, they do blink at us and we blink at them. So there is that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a, little, there's a little bit of overlap there. Yeah. A little bit of respect. Yeah, because, I mean, I think when it comes down to it, like, those guys, those truck drivers, they're driving... Like long hauls, they're they're putting in some serious work and hours and miles. It's 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 remarkable. I'm gonna make an album recording truckers pooping. <laughs> it's <laughs> I've <laughs> I've I've never heard. I've almost called nine one one a few times. <laughs> Has has a trucker ever taken just a regular poop? Yeah, or is it always just the most like painful, like unhealthy thing you've ever heard? You know how in Planet Fitness, (laughs) there's like a sign on the wall. It's painted up on the wall. It says "No No, grunting, no grunting, no grunting." There should be a no grunting sign in trucker bathroom Dude, stalls. I feel like there should be a bell in there and if someone took a solid poop they'd be like ring it like <laughs> yeah. rejoice yeah. everybody oh my solid God. poop <laughs> <laughs> it's just like truck stops are just like just like men just like dying just like their insides are just turning inside out and it's just like oh my god Every I've truck never heard stop anything like it has like you know uh, what's like mcdonald's or whatever it is a hardy's or you know a denny's or something like that or just like that crap on the the hot rollers yeah all that stuff but also attached to that should just be like a gi doctor's office dude and just just go in there for some checkups doc (laughs) doc my poor butthole it's not doing good i need some fluids (laughs) dude i mean it sounds like oh my god yeah it's it's rough in there. It's worse than watching a Saw movie. It's it's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. And then you look under the stall and you see the feet. And I, you don't know how many like feet in sandals of truckers <laughs> that I've seen. Like the nails, the toenails, and just oh, like... man. I'm just like, just, just take the leg. <laughs> <laughs> just get rid of it. <laughs> it's, it's beyond they got, they got all kinds of cool stuff it's, in science yeah, now it's beyond hope it's <laughs> terrible anyway um so um oh where's the white whale ranking coolness with family rv versus big rigs like oh yeah we, we covered that it's way cooler than anything it is except way cooler. for uh because like we have sweet- a band that live in, lives inside yeah traveling overseas related when you travel 
like on the rock boat or over overseas, what is the band equipment that, uh, that are must haves to take along? Um, and what do you sacrifice and leave home? So in my case, a lot gets sacrificed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't use my regular drum kit, but I do bring my snare drum and my cymbals because that's kind of like the voice of the drum kit. But you're kind of, it's kind of a crapshoot when it comes to a kick drum and toms and stuff. But those things you can kind of, you can dial in and make, make whatever work. Um, uh, so that's kind of my, I'll bring my own microphone just because Jeremy's, I don't want to be singing on a microphone that like, a hundred other people have sang on. It's kind of gross. Yeah, I I think that if you were to interview one of the rock boat crew members, the six men guys, uh, I've been doing this for <laughs> seven hundred years. <laughs> they would go if people were like, "I love crew." Guys. Who do you hate the most? Yeah, they'd be like Carbon Leaf. Carbon Leaf, because we just don't. We sacrifice a lot less than other bands do. Yeah, we probably bring so we probably bring our ears rig or our monitor rig. We bring, we bring easily twice as much as anyone yeah. else. Most people will bring like their guitars. Yeah, you know, most just, drummers will bring br- will bring cymbals and snare. Most like yeah. I I'd be hard pressed to find someone that doesn't bring those yeah. things. Um, and most people most people don't bring their bass rig. Right. You're you bringing know. your bass rig? No, I'm leaving it. Okay. Carter Don't probably Carter's all his pedal board and all yeah. that stuff. And cables. He, and his amps. He'll bring his amps. He'll bring his amps. Yep. So that's yep. that's a big one. That's yeah. so that like guitar pr- player bringing his amps is kind of odd because on the rock boat itself they rent a ton of gear. So usually all the stages will have a drum kit, bass amp, guitar amps, all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. that that everyone can use but in carter's case where he's just he's just very particular about his sound and and what how things need to feel so he just he just brings all of his own stuff yeah and then this year especially i think we're bringing so much stuff because we also bring all of our barry almost convinced me to bring my kit to like bring my actual drum kit yeah which i was like i mean that sounds awesome but i just when you're on the boat and it's kind of a vacation at the same time. Yeah, breaking down less stuff is a big deal. I don't but, want to but move here's, anything. But here's, here's what you're going to find out is we bring all of our sub snakes and all of that stuff. Mm. And that is a lot of shit. And it yeah. is heavy. Yeah. So we bring a lot. Man. Even not like mic stands and stuff too? Everything. All that stuff. It might even be worth it to... Uh, to bring the kit because if even if that stuff's getting set up and broken down the kit's actually not a big deal at that point yeah it's just moving it around yeah but uh it's it's still it's still a new it's still new for me <laughs> like if it was my other my blue kit yeah sure yeah you know i've had that since i was in sixth grade yeah so yeah i don't know um i think that might have been it for the questions oh uh if you want an after the gig podcast sticker, then um, I think I'm going to set up my my website store jessehumphrey.com um, soon. But just send a message or send an email, and then your address or something, and we'll figure it out. Cool. And I have my 
Stop yelling Freebird shirts. So you, if you're listening to this, these shirts are the like the greatest shirts ever. John mm-hmm. was talking about making them since I met John, mm-hmm. and uh, he made them. And there's red, there's black. Is there the green? Is the Space Force green, shirts. and the Space Force shirts, which are inc- also incredible. So it's just it's just black and red, right? Yep. Black and red, and the says, black is stop brand, yelling. The black is brand new. Okay, stop. It says stop yelling. Free bird. It's the greatest shirt ever because it's true, and uh, you should get one. Yep. So anyway, you can get a hold of John. Just go. Whatever. Just go. Just either go to my Instagram or my Facebook and just send me a message, and you can either Apple Pay me or PayPal. There you go. And I will send you the shirt right away. Boom. Lickety split. Boom. All right. This was fun. I love you. That was good. Love you too. Later. See ya. This is called Carter's Christmas Beer. One, two, three. It's that time of year for merriment and cheer to show up on Carter's face in the form of a Christmas beard. God is Christmas beard, God is Christmas beard. It's that time of year again for God is Christmas beard. Hangs the stockings from the fireplace, puts the holly in a Christmas face, all the while simultaneously growing whiskers on his face. Carter's Christmas beard, Carter's Christmas beard. Carter has one huge beard, it's Carter's Christmas beard. A trimmed goatee is not nativity. A festive stash I'd shave in a flash. Holiday chops would be holiday flops. Jubilant stubble is nothing but trouble For all I want this year is Carter's Yuletide Beard Carter's Christmas Beard Carter's Christmas Beard Carter has a beautiful beard It's Carter's Christmas Beard Carter's Christmas beard, Carter's Christmas beard. Carter has an imperial beard. Carter has a noble beard. Carter has a distinguished beard. Carter has a ginormous beard. Carter has a grand beard. Metallica would still rock if they had my beard. (laughs) It's Carter.